I'm Joe Kane. I'm Dan Kane. And I'm Wayne Heckler. And today we're going to talk to you about TV theme songs and our top 10 picks. Well, let me ask you guys, what, what constitutes a good TV theme song? Something that stays in your mind, something that you can't get out of your mind, you're humming it all day, even to the point of being very annoying. Yeah, something that, especially last generations, that 30, 40 years ago by, and you still hear it and you know what that's from. Yeah. Something well, like that. If you know, if you know what it's th- from, the, also the, the, in addition to that, is it something that touched you? Is it a show that touched you? I feel it like a, a good component of that is the fact that you look at a show, and if a show is a, for lack of better words, a crappy show, but it has a good theme song, that theme song won't stick around forever. Right. Yeah, no, it has to match up with being a great show, but, you know, if the theme song, you have, your kids know it, and you know it, and your parents know it, and they know what song it's from, what show it's from, that's what we're talking about here. Well, the the other portion of this is, you know, Theme songs today have have vastly changed. If you hear things, and and the the one that pops out in my mind is Fringe, and that was the first time I really noticed like a theme song not really having a song. It was more of just like a chord flare, like boom. <laughs> and I don't, for the life of me, can't remember what exactly it was, but I remember going, "Was that the was that the intro? Was that it?" Right. And to me, you know, having you know forty seconds in the beginning of a show, really adds to the flavor of the show of how you're going to feel when you start to watch the show and, and that reoccurring theme that comes back each time and it, it gets you excited yeah a good example of that is kirby enthusiasm it has that carnival type music and that sets the tone for that type of sitcom the way larry david the whole thing is a carnival basically yeah yeah it, a picture of being a kid and your favorite show comes on and you hear it from the other room the theme song, and that's what you remember. You come running out, and you're all excited because of that. Definitely. You that's know? true. There's something like, um, for instance, Lost doesn't have a theme song. It just has like, you know, and well, then like the words the... come in. It's like a short thing, but at the same time, it sets the tone, but there's nothing there. It, it gets back to that one chord uh, theme thing. Now, from what I've, I've heard, and, and this uh, you guys can correct me if you've heard differently, there are reasonings for that, why they've taken away the theme songs. Um, you get more advertising space. You can take away, you know, 30 seconds or 40 seconds of a theme song. You have 30 or 40 seconds more advertisement. Right. Uh, also, when these things get posted online now, I, I think as a society, we're becoming more... Impatient. <laughs> impatient. <laughs> oh, I've seen that. And then either they fast forward through it or they click to the next video. So now if you just go, <laughs> for, for lack of... Uh, better things. Oh. Oh, that was a Sonic the Hedgehog thing. You would be rolling on the on the uh, yeah on the ground. Off of the spring. Little video games. <laughs> yeah. uh, shout out to Sega today. <laughs> and when they do reruns, notice how they just cut the songs in half when the show is being played again. Yeah. First, it's the whole song like Family Ties, for instance. I bet we've been together, you know. And then it's just like goes. What do we do? You know, it just skips the whole thing. Sometimes that's even more annoying. Like, but that's the worst part of the song. Why did they start here? Yeah. So <laughs> it depends. Yeah, they cut it sometimes right or the first couple of episodes would be a whole song and then by the fourth episode it's shorter it's a right. shorter version right. of the song right yeah um i i mean I, it's really 
an odd thing because it's become such a cultural phenomenon to have certain songs that are out there that you go, okay, I, I, I identify with the show. And other, other times it's, it's, you know, oh, I love that show or just, you know, the, 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 I just keep thinking of Andy Griffith and we're going to whistle and it's going to go in the mic. Yeah. You, you heard that and you knew that Andy was on, you know, it was like one of those things. And maybe we're dating ourselves a little bit. No, not you. <laughs> you didn't really grow up. But I know it. I, I, I saw it more in reruns, even myself. But um, what, what's the other one from that era that was, that was great was uh, Mr. Ed. Yeah. He's the famous Mr. Ed. I, I don't really remember how it goes exactly. I, I but, at the moment, but you but. heard that and you go, okay, I'm going to go watch The Talking Horse now. <laughs> <laughs> now, what's the show that had it had such a good theme song, but the show itself was horrible? It was, I forgot it was. It was, um, I don't want to wait for our lives to be over. I want to know right now. Could it be? You know, that song. What is that? Um, not Dawson's Creek. It was, it was some I other show. I have no idea what no? you're talking about. <laughs> I don't want to wait for our lights to... I can't sing right now. I have a bad uh, voice. voice. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have a good voice, but not today. Uh, but no, it's a, a song that the theme songs actually was much more popular than the show itself. They actually talked about it and said that's what kept the show going. The theme song was so good, then it became a hit on What's the radio. Like, uh, it sounds like Dawson's Creek. Or, or Party of Five or something. It was something. I, like, I, I from I back forgot. then. I don't know. I didn't... Hmm. But I don't. Go ahead. I don't remember really watching any of those though that we mentioned. <laughs> I know we've been talking all about shows that we don't watch. That's one that sticks in your mind, you know. <laughs> we play uh, name that tune with all these tunes, yeah. you know. It's definitely some good memories. Yeah, you know, it's it's well, that's a, that's a big part of it. Is it's good memories, and and this list I think that we compiled is is something that's memories to us. It's memories to things yeah. that, that, that touched us. And, and some of them are older, and, and we didn't necessarily see them in the original role. But uh, look what I brought up here, actually. So open up your morning light. Is this the yeah, one you were talking about? <laughs> yeah, that's the one. You know that if we now, what show is it from? Is it Dawson's from, Creek? It's, it is from Dawson's Creek, yeah. That's a, uh, it's, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. The show was successful. Was it success, successful because of, because of the theme song? Hmm. So possible. That was actually a decent show. Maybe there's another show I'm thinking about with a song similar to that, but that might be it. Well, Not per- to put down pers- Dawson's Creek. Personally, but- <laughs> I think the Paula Cole song is, is much better than, than <laughs> Dawson's Creek. That's my own thing. But, uh, you know, there there is always Katie Holmes came from that. So That's I mean, we true. Did get, we did Can't get one, uh, argue that one bonus. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, let's get to our list. Um, our, our first, uh, our first number 10, number 10 on our list of the uh, top 10 uh, TV theme songs that we picked was Gilligan's Island. Yep. So it's classic. It's classic. Yeah, absolutely. The thing about that is it tells the entire story, so it really sets up the entire show because it's very clear of who they are. It introduces each character. It tells your story how they got stranded on the island and each person. You know, not to forget the millionaire and his wife. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Ginger and Marianne. Marianne was always my favorite, though. I did love her shorts. She had those Daisy Duke type shorts. <laughs> I did like her. She was that country. Uh, I, I think half of our generation loved yeah. Marianne. <laughs> um, well, looking at that, I mean, my question about that show is why they were able to build like an entire society on there. And that, that professor was just an absolute genius and couldn't figure out how to build a boat to get off. 
Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They were trapped there. How many seasons was that? <laughs> it was a long time. It was a long time they were yeah. on there. Come on, man. You can build coconut phone. Call off. <laughs> <laughs> I love they had the musical acts come time to um, show up, some of the guest stars. Yeah, that was always great. Yeah. The people actually got on the island and off the island. Yeah, they escaped, <laughs> but they can never go. The regulars had to stay put. In, in, in 30 minutes, you were able to get on the island and off the island. <laughs> and and the, the poor set cast that was there <laughs> stuck there for years. Yeah. The least clever genius ever. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. Um, all right, let's move on to the next one on our list, the number nine. I'd like to do this like a big radio announcer. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Um, I almost feel like uh, this one is something that I, I did watch and that all of us watched and was kind of uh, launched the platform for a giant movie star mm-hmm. that we know and love today. Um, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Yep. And- what a great great um theme song it was actually probably the first theme song that was a rap for a television show i'm pretty sure right sure that, yeah. well i mean anything that i can remember yeah it, it might I, have been. I still don't think there are any other raps on tv theme songs yeah. this is actually the one i was thinking of when i said that the first couple episodes they had a full song and they got cut by the fourth one they cut like two sections out of the song just to make <laughs> it get to the point quicker but still uh-huh. You start singing it in a crowd of people, and Everybody. the whole crowd will just chime in and start singing well, the theme song. Speaking of that, I actually wanted to uh, kind of put you on the spot, Dan. I have here the karaoke version uh, of the... <laughs> By the way, he had no idea we were going to do this. <laughs> I have here the karaoke version of the Fresh Prince theme, and uh, it's got the lyrics on it for you, so you can kind of uh, cheat that way. But uh, Danny is much more of a rapper than either of us. <laughs> it's the closest well, thing we got. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll, hope, I'll agree with that. Let's hope but. you rap a little better than I sang the Dawson's Creek theme. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's see how we do here. Put me on the spot. Yep. Oh, snap. Oh, uh-huh. Look out. Uh-huh. 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 Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. Sorry, I, I messed up the whole thing. Oh, he's time. missing already. Hold on. Oh, it's a karaoke. I thought I thought I was singing along for a second. No, no, we're, we're putting you really on the spot. Is for Will. It's all you, Will. All right. No. I'm going to get me one of these. You know, that's from the Independence Day. Here we go. Let's try this again. Now, this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down. And I'd like to take a minute to sit right there. I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. All right. Excellent. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't the whole thing. <laughs> is that the shorter version you were talking that, about? Yeah. That was the very short version. <laughs> oh, you got to love how you like, threw that one at you. <laughs> Uh, I told you I had a surprise for this, and that was the uh, the big surprise. Well, well they're gonna laugh when they when they say that. Oh, that's the rapper of the group. What, what the <laughs> hell the other two guys sound like? <laughs> I play guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what gave it away? Yeah. yeah. All right, so uh, we're moving on down the list, and uh, next on our list is number eight, S- Family Guy. I almost read the wrong one. Oh, how horrible would that have been? I've, we've re-ranked them, and it I would just have been horrible to... for one 
place. Oh, yeah, for one place. It was the next one. It would have been really smooth of me if I just continued going and was like, okay, yeah, I got this. Yeah, no. Swapped them. You guys wouldn't have backed me out on that. You would have called me out. Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) None of us are that smooth. Now, Family Guy is more of a variety show type of song. It's almost a flashback to those old variety shows Mm -hmm. and the the big themes and the big bands. I, I, I can't think of anything else in the past, like, 20 years that has a full, like, you know, orchestra behind it with you know pumping horns and yeah. and and uh big pieces like yeah, that you go I've, I've seen it done live with by an orchestra yeah, yeah. throw it into their well, uh, seth mcfarland is is actually quite the genius I'm, I'm gonna give him lots of props on everything that he does but yeah um he's quite the accomplished singer and and uh musician He's done uh, quite a few things. Actually, him and, um, do we remember, and somebody please help me out on this so I don't look like such a, a, a dork. Uh, the woman who plays Lois, do we remember her name? Mm, I could see her face. I can't picture her <laughs> name at all. I always thought it was the same woman who plays in that 70s show, but someone told me that I'm wrong. But it sounds like her. No, the it's mother, not her. Right. Yeah, right. I always no. thought it sounds so much like her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, that's not her. It's what a... is her name? Oh, that's terrible. Um, I forget. <laughs> anyway, they they do this live, this thing, and here's a little snippet from the James Lipton show uh, where they did it actually live. Uh, so we'll bring that up and hopefully... Oh, they sing it live? The they thing? sing it live, just just a portion of it. musical training, so he's going to give me the note oh, that I start on. What is it? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It seems today. That's good enough. All you see is <laughs> it's violence in movies and sex on TV. But where are those good old-fashioned values <laughs> on which we used to rely? Lucky there's a family guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so bravo. And Almost sounds like Archie Bunker, too, a little bit when he does that voice. Slight, like, good night, nice, she's married to you. <laughs> that's, uh, that's Archie uh, Bunker. Yeah, that is. Yeah. <laughs> I meet head, head, she's this. Can anybody do any Family Guy impressions? Or we're just, uh, I'm, I'm just no, reaching for No, I think it ends straws. on my Archie Bunker mm. right there. Yeah, I don't know how this <laughs> <should> come out. <laughs> There are other things. I, I can do... Lilo. Where are those good old-fashioned values? <laughs> That's good. That's good. Um, you know, we're <laughs> really stretching here. But I, what I did right now is I just pulled up um, to see... Uh, the, the, the woman who plays um, Lois in there is... Her name's Alex Borstein. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she was on a whole bunch of stuff. She's, uh, she also does... Uh, what's the... Loretta? Uh, she Loretta, does, she does Loretta a lot Cleveland's of she does a wife. lot of voices on there. Um, she, she was, uh, you know, the thing that I remember her from uh, originally, and I can't remember the name of it right now, and that's horrible. She was a Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I have her all IMDb up here, and we're taking a look at it. Was right she now. a Power Ranger? Also, she, she wasn't a Power Ranger. She was on Power Rangers. Oh, okay. <laughs> she was probably one of those those cretins, the creeps, okay, the 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 jellies. Did the Power Rangers <laughs> even talk? That's, that's nice. The, the Power Rangers talk. Did they talk? I don't remember them talking. Yeah, they spoke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, very very talented actress, and I'm sorry if uh, <coughs> Alex, if you do hear this, and I've offended you. Too bad. Um, you've offended you've everybody offended else. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. <laughs> Okay, so now for the mistake, the next one that was on the list that I almost jumped the gun on. Uh, let's take a look at 
Sesame Street. Right, Sesame now, Street. Seven Sesame Street. I, I was kind of the proprietor of putting this on here. There were a couple things to talk about with this, I felt, anyway. Uh, one was that we, we tossed back and forth the idea of, is the Muppet theme big enough? Because the, the Muppet theme to me was bigger than this, per se, but does it sit in everyone's hearts? Not everybody saw it. Right. Yeah, I don't think it touched, it stretched as far. And Sesame Street is something that all children at one point in the life or another, like it or not, have watched Sesame Street. Yes. Oh so God. it's very familiar. My, my kid watches it already. Right. Yeah. I mean, how many, how many, we all grew up on it, right? Yeah. yeah. Big Bird and Cookie Monster. When we were kids, we didn't have Elmo. Elmo is like the, the big thing, I think, now on there. And I don't, I don't remember Elmo existing. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you... He was Tickle probably me there. Elmo is what blew that, him up. Yeah. I, what I remember is like uh, Grover was on there. Grover, yeah. Um, Cookie Monster, of course. Yeah. Um, Big hey. Bird, Snuffle Up. Snuffle Up. Bert and Ernie. <laughs> we, we, knew, we knew Big Bird had a, a nice nest and a little uh, place on, outside the house, like right out there in, on the corner. But where did Snuffy stay? Snuffleupagus? Yeah. I think it was a re... Isn't that... was supposed to be an imaginary. He wasn't supposed to really exist. Wasn't he Big Bird's imaginary friend, Snuffleupagus? Oh, is that what he was? Yeah, that's why. I yes. don't... Maybe yeah, was he was the imaginary friend. No, he he exists to me. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry he to break that to you. Uh, He's your idol. <laughs> and Oscar. Oh, Oscar. 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 Oh, man. that whole The whole idea of what was in Oscar's can... It was like, okay, when you first saw that, you were like, okay, it's a dude sitting in a garbage can, like, whatever. Uh, but I think they, they did a movie later on um, that was like, it was in Oscar's can. There's like a whole world inside of Oscar's can. If you remember, <laughs> he used to go in there and he'd bring out, like, stuff. He'd yeah. be like, oh, here, I got this from my kitchen or whatever. And it's, like, <laughs> it's like, dude, it's a garbage can. And then the, the, the remember the guy who would uh, cart Oscar around, the trash man? He's a big orange head. It sounds yeah, sure. It sounds like right. yeah, sure. Yeah. Thanks for backing me up That's on that. Right. <laughs> I don't know his name, but he definitely had a big orange head. <laughs> <laughs> but you're right. He had a never-ending supply of things in that garbage can. So he, like a, he absolutely had a never-ending supply of it. And and I think, don't quote me on this, but I I believe they did the whole um, a whole movie on it, and I, I can't for the life of me remember what it was, <laughs> but they did a whole movie on what was underneath. It was it was like Oscar's world, the Grouch world, and they were oh, all wow. like, the, the, it wasn't just him in there. That was like his portal to to Sesame Street. Mm-hmm. He just happened to be like the, I don't know the gatekeeper. Huh. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sesame Street. That's fun, the opening three notes. I always remembers a backwards major arpeggio. So me do, you know. That's always how I remembered that. So that's very familiar. Absolutely stands in a musician's mind. So me do. <laughs> you see, you sound a little bit like um, one of the, the characters. So me do. <laughs> I gotta be a little bit like yeah. him, right? me do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which character I played, but <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I was actually almost on Sesame Street once. There was a you? group of people that was supposed to be on, and they, they cut it, then they filmed that for the day, especially on the next episode, and they canceled it. Like, all right, everyone go, we're finished. So I kind of got... Um, as a kid? The share, as a kid. <laughs> Not recently. But. <laughs> Not recently. <laughs> all right. So here is our next uh, selection for number... What number are we on? Six. Number six. Here's the story. Now we just lost our younger audience. Like, what is this? They might not know this. Yeah, well, wait. 
the youngest one in curls. It's horrible. It's a story of a yeah, but it, it just sticks in your it's brain. Just, there's no doubt. Yeah. Well, that, that's something about some of the theme songs. You have some of these theme songs that are... Um, you know, iconic for one reason or another that stick in your head, but there were the, there were the storytelling theme songs. Mm-hmm. This was one that, that literally told the story, like Gill- Gilligan's Island that we talked about before. Yeah. And F- Fresh Prince also. Fresh Prince, yeah. yeah. It, told this, it told the story, but I mean, this is like, you know, that's, that's like, how, yeah. oh, this is how it actually happened, and, and this is what yeah. it is. Um, another song that we came across just, uh, you know, we were talking about just before the, the podcast started was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They tell, yeah. the, they, they have the name of the thing, Teenage Mutant, and it's repetitive yeah. and it's over and over again. And it, it sticks in your head, I think, more for repetitive reasons than anything else. Absolutely. I think that's why most rappers usually say their own name in the raps because it really sets home who they are, right? Do you know? Constantly say their name. Well, no. then again, look at, uh, I'm going to, we're getting into the rap world now, but uh, the Slim Shady, <laughs> he, he would go out there and not, it, it's Marshall Mathers was his name, and then he was going by Eminem, and we've gotten really into off kilter here, but. Uh, yeah, we, yeah, it's all really, we're going to end up in the next bad thing he says is going to be about us now. <laughs> 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 Don't get Eminem on your bad yeah. side, no. let me tell you. Yeah, I really don't think we've offended him. <laughs> no, but also, now, you know what ha- is it just me or does Seth MacFarlane kind of look like Peter Brady? <laughs> <laughs> There's some resemblance there. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, the Brady Bunch actually had a spinoff called the Brady Brides, if you remember. Marsha oh and Jan God, got married. Never you never saw that? No. Yeah. They got married and they lived together. It was very interesting. Was it, still, was it at the end, like, the, the father got called to, to work? And then he ended up getting stuck in like a, at the construction site. The thing collapsed, and he was stuck in there. Yeah, I think that was a special. That was that like a very Brady special. Okay, that's what. Yeah, that was a special. But Brady Brides was a whole spinoff. Did he yeah. leave? He left the show for a little while, didn't he? I don't remember that. Yeah. No, I don't. No? I, I don't think so. The show's over. <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Brady Bunch has been canceled. <laughs> I just saw uh, what's her name, Floris Henderson, was just on a. Um, uh, a show I saw, and I can't remember for the life of me what it is. I'm, I'm really on target today. You know? My brother just rode the elevator with Florence Henderson. Well, a couple of years ago, yeah. he was in like the city and rode the elevator with her. Yeah. It was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. talked well, about she's, still she's, a good-looking woman. She's absolutely still a good-looking woman. Yeah, yeah, yeah yes. good-looking woman, but she's she's absolutely iconic. Yeah. Uh, even even the the woman who played Allison, and, and sorry, I forget her name, but uh, she's uh, she was iconic too. You know that that blue dress with the white. The the what was white the uniform. Yeah. What was great was you had the movie, the the Brady Bunch movie, and all these original characters were like popped in. Oh, know, the spoof Brady scenes, Bunch movie. You know, yeah, like, it, wasn't, it wasn't a spoof. It was a, a reboot, I guess. Right? No, was, no, it was a comedy. It, it was, was kind of like a spoof. It was more comedic, and actually, it was quite more ridiculous. Right, they were playing off some of the tones. Were, yeah, of, um, right. But all the original characters from the show made like a appearance in one spot or another and you right. might not even notice it it's just like real quick but i think alice was driving the yeah the 18 wheeler oh my god yeah we're hitchhiked in so <laughs> what was alice's man she kept in like the meat sam guy. sam, sam, sam the, the butcher <laughs> the meat guy yeah. <laughs> she kept him like locked away or something yeah. like he would pop out every once in a while <laughs> but those yeah. braids that always had plenty of meat to go around for oh dinner that's one good thing <laughs> came out of that relationship yeah <laughs> so, do we want to talk about some of these uh, other ones? These uh, we're halfway through the list. We have ones that yeah, were close. We, I but... guess we we could talk about some extras that we 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 definitely had thrown back and forth. I, I already mentioned a couple of these in in passing, 
Um, any of the, we have an alternative list that was the list that we kind of chose our top 10 from. And this list is, is things that we also felt were very uh, influential and obviously things that stuck in our heads and, and deserved mention. Deserved mention. So, I mean, if you want to go down and hit a couple of these, go for well, it. Well, one that stands out to me is uh, The Sopranos. But now the opening scene, again, it's like the song itself is not spectacular but it's the scene along with it that makes it great you know he's driving to jersey from new yeah. york over to jersey mm -hmm. and it, it kind of points out that they're that they're in jersey because mm -hmm. a lot of these you know mob shows would be take place in new york this one was jersey it was almost like saying we want to make sure you know that right. this is the on the other side of the hudson you know <laughs> so it's it's a good setup yeah that's that's setting up a, a series right. by and and not necessarily the theme song setting it up but you're tying that in picture putting it to a picture right that's, and, it, and it works very well with the video now i did funny i went to a club one time and i hear them they're playing that song i got myself a gun i see people dance around with the guns i it made me laugh hysterical it's just so yeah, well, terrible, you like, had, like you know just to clarify <laughs> yeah, gun just, fingers <laughs> gun fingers right yes. if you're well, just listening you to this, out? Right? i uh, yeah. but sorry making no but also just to fingers. jump back into rap is nas had a had one of his singles back in like 2001 2002 that he took that song from to make his own single. He sampled it. He, yeah, he sampled uh, okay. it. So, and it was it was a good song. Um, the monkeys. That was another yeah. one. Hey, hey, with the monkeys. I mean, that's just uh, again. Some of the monkeys I never was really crazy about. I think you know, especially coming from that period, you know, listening to more like a little heavier or rock, even though it was more like the upbeat type of thing. Uh, I think even the monkeys weren't proud of some of the songs they did at the time, but uh, <laughs> but there was some it good was, things. It was definitely iconic, though. What was the Davy the Jones? Davy Jones. In, in what was the Partridge Bunch? Family theme? Um, it wasn't. Did, how did think I, I love you? No, that wasn't. That wasn't oh, the thing. So yeah, that's, that's a great. That's song. actually a good one. That's David Casey, right? Um, but is that? Oh, wasn't what there was another? Uh, I'm, theme. I'm thinking. Yeah, what, wasn't think that like a spinoff? Yeah, because the they, egg. Um, you know, gets. Is it, is it my imagination, or did they have something to do with each other? What of of Brady Bunch? Bra uh, no. Um, no. Partridge Family. Well, you're thinking about the, no, the David no Jones was on the Brady Bunch. David movie. Jones, Jones was on the Brady, on the Brady Bunch. The right. on the movie he performed yeah. at the end. That was good. Oh. The only girl that like knew. Look what you've done to me. Yeah, the only, that, yeah. and the only girl that look, knew. Look what I'm tying into. The only girl that like knew who he was was Marsha because right. they were living 30 years in the past. Right, the whole right. family. But in know? the original, she did have him come to the prom. It was she was trying to get him to come to the prom. Okay. So in the remake, they actually brought it back, and now no one knows who he was. But back then, they actually did. <laughs> um, another one that I, I want to mention is The Incredible Hulk, one of my favorite shows ever. Oh, we're not even talking good. about the opening theme song. We, we had talked about this. Right, yes. We're talking about dun, the, dun, the uh, dun, Lonely dun, Man the theme end, at the end. Yeah, that's that very ends, memorable. And you always feel miserable for the guy yeah, at the end yeah. of, of, the, of the thing. Because <laughs> he's got to go, it's it. That I think they, they're probably accountable for some of the suicides that took place right after that movie. <laughs> I, <laughs> it was such a sad <laughs> closing was, yeah. few I, notes. Yeah. I, I got to say, anytime I've ever heard that, it's like, you know, you, you go into this somber place and yeah. like you, and what a way to end every single show most shows want to end on like a high note yeah. and, and complete their yep. their picture that they've got and go yeah. okay this is great and okay we've we've completed and it's a happy ending and this this show is like let me just scoop into your chest and take your beating heart out and throw it on the floor <laughs> yeah. yep always moving on yeah doesn't know what he's doing he's the lonely man yeah that's it yeah never could Set make every, too many ties just keep on moving. that's it you know 
One that I was really pushing for, and it didn't make the list that I'm going to mention as kind of an honorable mention, was the Dukes of Hazard theme. Now, for me, this was just a cool thing. I always have wanted a a, a Dodge Charger in orange. <laughs> like, the car itself is absolutely <laughs> iconic. Uh, I don't need the, the Confederate flag painted on it, um, but... What a car. And to me, this was a show that, like, did, you know, they had all of the, um, uh, they they had all of the, the aspects of, like, you know, it, it was stunts, there were comedic things, there were, it was, you know, uh, m- engine building and car building. Yeah, and, Daisy Duke. Yeah, Daisy Duke. I mean, that's, <laughs> that's where Duke. those phrases of those shorts came yep. from, was... Yeah. Was that original movie, uh, original TV series, and um, you know they've they've done. Uh, John Schneider actually in in that show used to do a good portion of his own driving stunts. Yeah. He he drove the General Lee, yeah. and that was him actually doing a lot of those stunts and jumping them and and whatever else. I think he owns a whole bunch of them still. Nice, that's um, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I didn't know that he did all those. He definitely owns a couple of them. Yeah. To me, a, gr- a really good theme that I still sticks in my head is the greatest American hero. <laughs> now, that's not on our top ten, but I think it should be. Yeah. Look at what happened to me. I can't believe it myself. Why is he saying I don't know. Again? I don't know. I, I told you I can't help That'll it. That'll be his role. Even believe with a cold. It or yeah. not, it's just me. <laughs> I, can't, I can't help it. But it's one of those things that that stuck in my head. You know, what, that, if, is, yeah. that may be a scenario where okay, the 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 topic was the 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 idea of the show was awesome. Uh, I, I don't think it lasted. The show didn't last too long. Um, the idea of the show was very awesome. The theme song was really awesome. I, I think that was something that stuck in my. There was a country singer that did that one, and it was uh, it, the the show kind of fizzled because it was campy cheesy. It was like too over the top campy cheesy to me. Anyway, I think I actually got that as a forty five a record. I actually had that. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> it, if I it still was more do the song than the, the show for you. <laughs> but the show, um, Steve Cannell did that. Who also did a team. I mean, that was a very iconic. Also, at there's the time, another one. there's there's another one on my list A-team. that I put on a team. Of course, now I'm thinking of Family Guy <laughs> because of the episode where they did that and Peter. <laughs> and that makes me think of Mr. T, who, when I first saw him in Rocky Three, was the scariest guy ever. You know, we're not used to seeing the Mohawks at that time. He just came as a powerhouse. And yeah. by the time he got to A-Team, he was like, he wanted to show the friendlier sides. He was like, even though he was tough, he was very uh, likable, very yeah. lovable guy. He wasn't that mean guy from Rocky Three, right. which was a fantastic movie, by the way. Even though we're not doing our top ten movies, but Rocky Three, that would definitely be up there. That's, that's a good one. And the newest Rocky was pretty yeah. good, too. I still also, think uh, he should have won the Academy Award for Best Supported Actor. I didn't see that yet. <laughs> I got to go see that. What but. Didn't it win something? It won, uh, I think, People's Choice. People's Choice? Not, yes. Yeah. That's, I, gotta I, go haven't, I that honestly one. haven't seen it either. You know, it's, it's a shame. Yeah. It looked like a good movie. Yeah, Did you see it? Creed, 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 yes, yeah. I saw all Creed, of them, yes. except for Rocky Five. Right. They were right. all good. So. Yeah. But one other one I want to mention here is Welcome Back, Carter. Now you, you wrote. I don't know what "Welcome Back, Coder" is, but, Coder. but apparently I, I have spelling I think issues. That's what you mean is "Welcome Back, Coder." That's a. Uh, that's definitely a classic. So, um, definitely. Well, I, I won't sing that one for you. Guys, no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. Either, for the but. names have all changed since you run around. I got. I had to do it. That's going to be his role. Yeah. The guy that breaks Welcome out. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome all right. back. All right. Let's pick a key. So. Yeah. All right, we're gonna we're gonna move on because yeah. we we got to. Um, 
we got to look at the uh, the next song on the list, top which is five. the top five. We are up to the top five, and we are on the Flintstones. Flintstones. Thank you for someone <laughs> backing me up on that. I thought I'd be hanging out there to dry. And uh, the Flintstones. Ah, oh, wow, what a, what an iconic song. And does everybody know the lyrics? I don't think I do know the lyrics. They're a modern Stone Age family. Okay. Here's From here's a little piece of town, little piece of history. The first three seasons did the song with no lyrics. Really? Yeah. How about that? <laughs> it's funny. It was an instrumental. I must have heard that and thinking, oh, they cut the words out because you know we don't see them in sequence all the time. But I remember hearing it mm-hmm. saying, "Where are the lyrics? What did they do? Decide yeah. to take that out?" So I guess that was the original. I never knew that at the yeah. beginning. Yeah, that one. But that's another great one. Uh, moving on to our top four now. The next uh, selection on our list is Happy, Happy Days. Days. Okay, all right. We don't have to do this every <laughs> yeah. single time. But, uh, well, Happy Days, completely iconic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it, Happy it, coined, Days, uh, it coined the, the term for us, you know, jumping the shark. Right. <laughs> which right. was an absolutely... Um, I mean, the ultra cool was Fonzie at the time. I mean, yeah. people could watch it now and say, that's not cool. At the time, he was the coolest guy ever. It was right. like, you know, everyone. And that was back in the day when you didn't have a hundred different channels on cable right. that everyone in school watched Happy Days the day before. You could make a comic, you could make a joke that was in Happy Days. Everyone laughed. That's one thing that's missing today. There's so much out there that you don't share the same things. But at that time, yeah. everyone saw Everybody it. So they talked it, yeah. about the same thing. Well, if you think about about every single person that was in Happy Days. I mean, you go. To, let's go from the, the the bottom up. I'm going to say Pat Morita and how he became so successful in with the Karate Kid stuff uh, further on down his career. And then you had every single every single one of them. Uh, you know, Richie Cunningham. <laughs> I mean, Ron Howard. Yeah. Ron Howard. Ron Howard is just absolutely phenomenal. And and. Um, um, most also, um, I think was directing. There's a couple guys that well, are in the Henry, business. Henry Winkler, Henry, yeah, Henry Winkler, Winkler of the Fonz is right. is a, a major hitter now in in Hollywood. Still, yeah. uh, he's he's still directing. He's still out there, um, you know, acting. He does uh, the occasional role from now and again, and um, you know, every single person on there. And you know, there was the the lovely spinoff, Jody Loves Chachi. <laughs> which, <laughs> which you know what? Sometimes they don't all hit. But he be, he became uh, what is it? Charles in charge, and he did a whole bunch Scott of other Bale, things. Scott yeah, Bale, absolutely. yeah, absolutely. Um, now it's funny, Pat Morita speaking. Out, there was one episode that someone came in from Japan, and they were going to set him up that he was going to marry the girl. And I looked at how you saw this not too long ago on TV Land. I said, "Wait a minute, that's the same woman from the Karate Kid Part Two. That so he used the same actress. She was a well-known actress in um, was, Japan. Was it that he was leaving to do Karate Kid? No, no, oh. this is, no. This is years <laughs> later. So it's fun. No, many years before that. Happy days, Tuesday, Wednesday, happy days. Gary Friday, happy days. And a motorcycle and the jacket at that yeah. time, that leather coat. Interesting note for people that don't know, at the point when Happy Days first came out, they didn't want him to wear that leather coat. They they thought it looked too rugged. So that's why he was in this like light uh, he, type of jacket um, at first, like, almost a members-only A members-only jacket. Only jacket. Uh, right. I remember seeing those episodes, those first couple episodes, and scratching my head going, wow, that's like... Because I, I obviously didn't see them first. I saw right. the, you know, the iconic Fonz jacket, which, yeah. of course, everybody wanted. There it is on the, the picture there that just came up. The... Um, Everybody wanted that jacket. It was such a cool jacket. And he used to think it was always a black leather jacket. It was actually brown. Oh, right. It was a brown leather jacket. Brown leather jacket, yeah. 
Brown? Brown leather. Brown leather. <laughs> Brown leather jacket. Oh, you're forgetting another iconic character that was on Happy Days. Oh, yeah, definitely. Mark and Mindy. Yeah, which was a spin-off in oh, there. Robin Williams yeah, as Robin more. Robin Williams. Williams. Wow. Yeah, he Best came in and dueled the Fonz. Mark <laughs> yeah, They had a duel. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was great. Yeah. I totally forgot that that's what that came from. Yeah. <laughs> Great, great one. Yeah. Well, Rob, launch Robin Williams. I don't remember the theme from Mark and Mindy that much, but it's, it's uh, something. <laughs> I don't remember <laughs> that one. But Happy Days, yeah, that was definitely a classic for its time. Absolutely. Another right. one that you just hear. The, the Here song. is the Mork and Mindy theme song now that you brought that up. I think. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> oh, hello. That was very loud. Sorry. No, 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 no. no, no, no. Right, this is another introduction. Explain the story. Right, not much of it. There's no very, words. Very orchestral. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can that be our new catchphrase? Shuzzbutt. Shuzzbutt. Yeah, what is it? Shuzzbutt. Shuzzbutt. All right, uh, so moving on. Uh, Happy Days also wait had another spinoff, of course. Don't forget what was Laverne that? and Shirley. Laverne and Shirley. Yeah. Oh, that's right. That uh, was another great one. Of, um, yeah. What was uh, it? Lenny and Squiggy. Yeah, but Laverne and Shirley was actually was Richie's date, and you know they double dated. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. They went a couple episodes, and of course, because the father was you know Penny Marshall and Gary Marshall. Who, you, you know, know how I feel about Gary yeah. Marshall. I love Gary Marshall. He's he's he's. I've seen him in interviews, and he's given advice to the world, I suppose, and I've I've taken a lot of it to heart throughout the years. Um, and we'll share that in another uh, another scenario at one point or another. I'll actually tell that full story. But sure. um, number the next three. the next one, number three. Here we go. I think most people know what this is right off the bat. Yeah. Hmm. From Friends, if you're not sure by now. Here we go. <laughs> Everybody's got to do that clap. That clap is, 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 is heard around the world every time that show is on. Yeah. Um, now, it's funny thing with, with, the, with themes like this. You like it as far as, as the show goes. You listen to a song, it's nice. But when it's on the radio, for some reason, you can't enjoy it the same way. Like, all you do is think about Friends. You can't enjoy the song as but, a separate entity. Right. No, sometimes. it becomes tied to That's it. it. It's, part it, of it's, it. it's too it. late. There's yeah. nothing you can do about it at that it, point. It almost doesn't exist separate. Right, you know? right. It's, I, and I remember the video when it came out. And they were all, <laughs> they were all on the video, jumping around. And I was Oh, it was like, on the oh, I don't remember that. Oh yeah, that was the the yeah. they were in the original video yeah. uh, the, uh, on the drums and oh, running okay. all six of them, and then I, I I had no idea what it was because but. because they were they did that before the the show was popular. Oh, the, the, okay. you know the song started to become big and the show started to become big like simultaneously. Obviously, because the more people watch a show, the more they heard the the theme song, and, that, and that's another thing to be said for. Uh, those artists that are out there creating music, and people go, oh, "I want that on my theme song right. as the theme song to my show." You never know. Yeah, you know, and if it's iconic enough that it, it's something that draws an audience in, one obviously helps the other. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no yeah. two ways about it. I just heard an interview that John Cryer actually tried out for Chandler Bing. On yes, Friends. I, that I heard was that. interesting. Yeah. And Monica and Rachel, uh, Courtney Cox, and and tried um, out for the other, they tried out for the role. opposite role. Oh, and they yeah. thought they were going to get the opposite role, and I can't even picture. No. 
They're all them, cast perfect. They're all they, cast perfect. They, yeah. I can't imagine it. Got to give cast and direct a lot of credit. Yeah. Definitely. Sometimes they know what they want. Which brings us to number two, the Jeffersons. Speaking of spinoffs, this also came from All in the Family, which I think uh, yeah. we sang the song. But Did we this sing that song. song? <laughs> this song is just amazing oh, yeah. in oh. itself. Well, it this is groove. one that you would you tie to the show. But if you drove in your car and the song came on, you'd leave on. <laughs> yeah, and you'd, you'd leave be it fine. You listen to your the arm song. out the window, you know? jamming to this. Oh yeah, <laughs> man, it's, it's uh, such a groove. Such oh, yeah. a groove. Absolutely. Oh yeah, check them jamming out there. Yeah. Oh, what a great tune. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, this was a great show for its time. Very uh, political, this and all the family. They actually read, you know, a oh, lot sure. of yeah. political issues it's at the so time. so funny. And then I love when they're, they're on other shows, like the, there was Fresh Prince episodes that... They played that, that They played their own character. He showed there. up on and Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jefferson, Mr. There was, Jefferson. There was yeah, one. That's great. He did play. There was a, 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 where he Didn't played he? another guy, but there was a, a, a couple's therapy one where Will went with his girlfriend to the couple's therapy and then walks George and Wheezy. Oh, my God. That's and, great. And it's, it's hysterical. It's just hysterical. They're playing themselves, and it's funny. So... In Prince of Bel Air, um, William Shatner was on an episode, and they tried they tried to kidnap <sighs> William Shatner, and he was supposed to be William Shatner. They playing pool with him; they were going to kidnap uh, him. There was some yeah, episode yeah, that was yeah, pretty yeah, funny, yeah, also. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so our, our number one, I don't think, needs any sort of introduction other than what it is. Yeah, just has that jam. I feel like just moving. It's just like a very calm and really nice. You know what? This 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 whole show is just an iconic show. You're talking about a James Burrow show, uh, actually. Uh, were any of it? anyway? They were. It was a James Burrow show, and he did. He he just you know poured his heart and soul into it, and everything that they did in that show was uh, memorable for, yeah. for the most part. I mean, somebody walks into the end of a bar. What do you say? Norm. Thank you. <laughs> Took you a second. <laughs> I'm like, wow, dead air. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for Norm. I, you know. <laughs> like nobody walked in. <laughs> no, but also the, the, just the theme itself explains something that I think all of us somewhere are looking for. You know, yeah. that place where everybody knows your name, where you can get away, and it's just that happy place. It's your happy you know? place. It's, yeah. it's just, and it's all right in the song. <laughs> so I think it, it, you know, resonates with a lot of people. So To me... One of the, you know, it, it's always hard ending a show and looking at the end of a show. And then I, I think fans are most critical when a show ends. Then you get a whole bunch of people that watch the end of a show just to see how a show ends, as opposed to someone who's a, a dedicated fan to a particular show. To me, this, uh, and I don't know if you guys remember this, the very last episode, the very last thing, uh, it was one of those moments that to me was the very quintessential ending to a show and it showed uh, you know after so many years of being in cheers in this bar in boston that it showed a, cl- a pure closure they were closing the bar hmm. if, i don't know if you remember this oh, yeah. they were closing the bar and sam walks out ted danson's character walks out uh, somebody knocked on the door and asked if they were open and he just looks up because I, I'm guessing they were in a basement. <laughs> they always yeah, came down the stairs. Down. Yes, yes. Um, and he looks up the stairs and he says, I'm sorry, we're closed. And he closed the door. To me, 
that was that was filmic. That was that, that was filmic uh, sensation on how to end something. Yeah, and and put a nice bow on it. Yeah, you know, sometimes- it's simple to the point, but it makes that point. We're closing for good, yeah. and you yeah. feel as a customer, you're you're shut down, and there's nothing you can do about it. It's over. Take it or leave it. And which he, brings and, us also. And they're sorry that it's closed. Right. Yeah. Which, which is you know, the same as you're going to be sorry that this podcast is coming to a close. Right. And right then now. until you go to Seattle and <laughs> hang out with Fraser Crane. But. Yeah. But just for this episode. Oh, baby, I hear the blues are calling for <laughs> salads and scrambled eggs. <laughs> On that note, ladies and gentlemen, this is the end of the podcast. Tune in next time. Take care. Thanks for listening. Don't forget to tweet us at Heckler Kane Inc. Thank you.